Hello. What up? Oh, you know. Just hanging? Same old. Are the dogs shitting all over the place? <laughs> Not today. Oh, that's thankfully. good news. They've ruined like every single rug in the house, though. Yeah. Nightmare. I'm sorry. It's okay. What's going on? Well, we're supposed to be getting a storm rolling through good old Franklin, Tennessee. So I spent the whole morning bringing the horses in and getting their stalls clean so they don't have to stand out in the storm. And now I'm just waiting for it to happen. Riveting stuff. Man, how was your week? It was good. I horse showed this week. Oh, yeah. I saw you won something. I won some things. Yeah, I haven't horse showed in like two years. That's and the horse I rode also hasn't horse showed in two years. Wait, hold on. That's what it's called? Horse showed? I horse I mean, showed? I'm like dumbing it down for you. But like people in the equestrian world, they're like, yeah, I got to go horse showed. I went horse showed. I got to go horse show. I got to go horse. It's not like, hey, I'm going to a horse show or I won a horse show. Well, you didn't win the whole show. You won. I won my division. Loser. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you win the whole thing? Why didn't you win the horse show? That's not a thing. You can't win the whole horse show? No, you can't win the whole horse show. It's like there's specific classes. And then if you do at least, I think I think you have to do at least two classes in a division, maybe three, to be champion or reserve of the whole division. But there's like tons of divisions in the horse show. What division are you in, the horse show? Not a horse show. That's what you kept saying. I went and horse showed this weekend. That's Well, that's the verb version. You're using it as a noun, and it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what division are you in? Anyway, my my horse uh, had an injury, and he's been off for two years, and I haven't showed for two years. So we just did the little baby two-foot division, which neither one of us had any business being in, and I truly honestly felt bad even being in the division because obviously we won. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, is this for kids? You were in the kids <laughs> I did the division where you're either a beginner rider, mm-hmm. like there was a kid on a pony. Oh, my God. Um, or uh, it's for people with young baby horses that are learning. But my horse was injured, and I can't jump big jumps yet, and so we're trying to bring him back real slow, and we needed to do the two foot. So that's what we did. Dude, you are the Cuban team in the Little League World Series <laughs> where, all, where all the boys are like 45. But, like, there's yeah. no documentation of it to prove that they are that old. And so everyone's like, well, I guess, uh, yeah, they can play. Yeah, that was me this week. Oh, my God. Well, way to go and beat a bunch of kids. <laughs> there was only one kid. Well, that kid's a fucking loser. <laughs> I felt bad for that kid. I was like, man, this poor kid. Like, all this kid cares about is a blue ribbon. Yeah. And I really don't care about the ribbon at all, but I'm going to get it. You're gonna and get, I felt bad. going to get that ribbon. <laughs> what do you do? You got like a trophy case of ribbons somewhere that I need to see. I only keep the blue ones as of now. Blue. Oh, you only keep that. That's first place, huh? Yeah, I only keep the first place ribbon. What are the other colors? First is blue. Second is red. Third is yellow. Fourth is white. Fifth is pink. Sixth is green. Seventh is purple. Eighth is brown. Ninth is silver. Tenth is baby pink. They should have tenth be brown. Because you did a I shitty know. job. Because I actually like the baby pink ribbon. It's really pretty. <laughs> and I like the baby blue ribbon. They're they're pretty. I wish they made those like the top ones. What do you do after horse showed? Do you like sit around drinking like Pim's cups and and eating tiny sandwiches and talking about the economy? Like what happens there? No, everyone at my barn drinks beer. Oh. Everyone's like cracking beer after their, after they show. I don't drink beer, so I don't drink anything. Yeah. It's not like that fancy. Not not the ones I go to anyway. Have you ever been to a polo match? I've been to one and it was actually pretty freaking cool. I desperately would like to do that. I feel like 
It's much more hoity-toity than what I do. That's what I'm saying. I want to do hoity-toity. Mm. You know? Yeah. I want to walk out in the field and do the thing that Julia Roberts did where she, like, st sticks her heel in the grass to fix the divots. Oh. I don't know. You're going to wear heels? Yeah. That's huh. what you do there, right? You sure? You got to show the off the legs and the calves. Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations that went in that, um, is it blue? That blue ribbon? Yeah, thank you. I, wasn't, oh. I mean, I don't. I didn't really care about winning. I just wanted my horse to go get around and be sound, and he felt great. So, I guess that makes sense. When Paps won the uh, Blue Ribbon Award in like the turn of the century for best beer, that made the, the best beer. So, I guess Blue Ribbon universally is known as the greatest. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What'd you do this week? Uh... Besides, start wearing beanies. Are you so thrilled? It's beanie season. Yeah, it's more. I'm more thrilled that it's leather jacket season. Ah, you know? is it leather jacket season in LA though? Yeah, kind of. Like we went to a couple birthday parties over the week. Yes, I got to wear a leather jacket, and it didn't seem weird. You know? Yeah. Were you sweating or? Not at all. And I was wearing a beanie too. I was doing great. What? Oh, you were probably just so happy. I was just in my L. I don't know yep. why I shortened element, but I did. Why'd you do that? I don't know why I did. I don't, I don't know. I'm sweating now. I'm not sure. <laughs> We went to Sarah's friend Ashley, her birthday party, and then a couple nights ago we went to uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson's birthday. And a lot of people, a lot of people are being born, and it's annoying because yeah. I got to do things. But the Jesse's party was cool because I got to hang out with Chrissy Teigen. No. Yep. Did you love that? Well, she was cool. Like she came up. Like Sarah knows her because Sarah did the dancing, the dance off show that I did with Ben. But whatever. And yeah. so they were talking, and then she was like, "Oh, hey, I know you from the internet," and like gave me a hug, and I was like, oh, "Interesting." You're like, "I'm officially internet famous." I made it, <laughs> and I didn't have the heart to be like, "We have actually met on is that the dance off? What's it called?" Um, I was on it. Lip sync battle. Lip sync battle. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I didn't have the heart to be like, "Actually, I met you on lip sync battle." Because when I met her on lip sync battle, what I said to her was, "Hey, I'm Wells," and she goes, "Hey, you know, big fan of Paradise," and I said. Uh, and I quote, I'm a big fan of your Twitter account. <laughs> wow, you would. I just froze up. So anyways, <laughs> I got to hang out with her. She was very sweet and nice. And then she bailed. And then, you know, like uh, Sophia Vergara was there. And I'm going to post a picture later today. So when this comes out, it'll be up. But we did like this big like group shot where like there was a camera guy there. And then, like, I think it's uh, Jesse's husband, Justin, is, like, taking a selfie. And so we're all, like, looking at the phone. And then Sophia Vergara and her husband, Joe, are like, no, 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 no. That's not how you selfie. And they're looking straight into the actual, like, the professional camera. And I was like, whoa, these motherfuckers, we're selfieing in 2019. They're selfieing in 3019. <laughs> Whole new world. Also, her husband, Joe, is so tall. He's so hot. Also very good looking. I agree. But he's very like, hot. I would say he's like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, That's pretty tall. Really tall. Is she short? Not really. No, she's tall, right? I'd say like 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, yeah. So anyways, that was really fun. So happy birthday to uh, to Jesse Tyler Ferguson. And yesterday I went and did some day drinking with my bro and watched some football. Mm. And I think I'm, I'm going to stop drinking for like a month. I'm going to try to do that. Really? Yeah, I'm going to try to do it. Interesting. I need to lose some. Why? Some, I need to lose some elbs. You know. You think? I think. I think it's time. Interesting. Okay. I, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. That's probably. I probably will drink tonight. To be honest with you. 
That's what I, I assumed. Because Sarah is playing uh, the bowl tonight with... What? Yeah, she's... Uh, the, That's a big deal. The Joe Bros are there. So then uh, Jordan McGraw is opening up, and then Sarah's doing her song with them. So that'll be fun. That's amazing. Yeah, dude. We should start the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it me? I think it's you. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with... Wells and Brandy. What happened to buckle your seatbelts? Buckle your seatbelts, boys and girls. You're about to go on a journey that will span across 45 minutes of the most ridiculous things on podcast world. I feel time. like it should be buckle your seatbelts, bros and hoes. Okay. We could combine the two. Buckle your seatbelts, bros and hoes. <laughs> Here we goes. We're going horse showed. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> no, you don't. You got any fave things, bro? I do, bruh. Okay. Okay, so Ben Higgins is the one that told me to watch this movie. Mm -hmm. it's typical Ben movie. Yeah. Have you seen The Biggest Little Farm? No. It sounds like a family comedy on Lifetime. <laughs> it does sound like that. It's actually a documentary. Oh, okay. And it's won a ton of things. I don't know. It all pops up at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Um, a bunch of film festival stuff. And so it's a documentary about this couple that are from California. They were living in like this teeny tiny apartment in Santa Monica. And they rescued a dog. The woman is a chef. And I think like her dream was to, to someday like have her own farm and raise her own food to cook with, I think, I believe. Okay. And, um, but it was like this dream. And then they rescued this dog and this dog is like not adapting to apartment living and they get kicked out of the apartment and they're like, well, there's no time like now to do our dream and go live on a farm. So they have zero experience. They buy land up in, I think it was Moore Park. It's like a little further north in California. Okay. And they buy this land that's just land. And it, and then over the span of like seven years, they turned it into this massive farm that's producing all kinds of crops and they have animals and all kinds of stuff. But it takes you kind of through like the ups and downs and trials and everything of trying to get this farm up and going and learning how to do it. Very cute. Lots of cute animals. A couple of sad stuff go goes on during the movie, which I'm sure is why Ben loved it so he could cry. Um, Does but ben I really, like to I really, cry? really liked it. Like if you, if you like animals at all, I think it's worth a watch. Like it's, it's very interesting and you do, you do learn a lot. Like one of the coolest parts for me was seeing how animals or farm of any kind, like there's always like pests, right? Like mm -hmm. coyotes and pest. I didn't know was a pest is a snail, like destroys crops. Like they, and they, and, like, and when their crops start flourishing, then all these pests kind of start flourishing and they, they figure out ways to make the pests work for them instead of against them, which is really, really cool. I don't know. It was pretty neat. So it's organic. Yes. Yeah. yeah, because they were like, with all the pests, they were like, we go, well, we could spray it with pesticides. And they're like, no, we're not doing that, you know? Mm -hmm. And it just, it, it is also very eye opening of why I think America has got grown so accustomed to just like using pesticides because it's the easy way out. I mean, it seems very difficult to raise crops and have the, do the organic farm thing without having to use them. This is going to sound so stupid, but I just now realize why pesticides are called pesticides because they're trying to get rid of pests. Exactly. See, we're teaching people things here at YFT. So asides means death. Sure. <laughs> uh, what's it called? Uh, the Biggest Little Farm? The Biggest Little Farm. Starring like Nathan Lane and... <laughs> <laughs> It's such a lifetime fucking movie where like it sounds like it. <laughs> starring Elizabeth Shue and Nathan Lane, they go start a farm together. It's beautiful. Friends become enemies, and enemies becomes friends, and eventually they fall in love. 
Nah. No? You know what else one of my favorite things is? Oh, okay. Yeah, go. Did you see my mug? Yeah, it looks like a skeleton's hand holding it. Isn't it cool? It is pretty cool. I freaking love Halloween. Dude, you know who loves Halloween more than you? No one. Vanessa Hudgens. Do you follow her? No. She posts so much Halloween content. And half of it's like not even her in the picture. Huh. She is a dark soul. She is... Definitely like All Hallows yeah. Eve. Look, do you like see a, it? Most of her feed is like black and white. I know. But like it's, on, it's only like this during Halloween. Oh, interesting. So well, yeah. I love it. I've really been like on a Halloween train this week, like ordering things for my party that you're not coming to and that you're really just, you're really going to have FOMO about not being at this party. I'm just telling you right now. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. I was just in Nashville. I can't go back. Yeah, you can. Can we talk about Nashville International Airport real oh, quick? Oh, it's really gone downhill. Let's just stop pretending that you're London or Paris. It doesn't need to cost $7 million to fly to you. I'm sorry. No. Pump the brakes, okay? Did you do that flight? Yeah, we just flew out there and it was so expensive. It was more expensive for Sarah and I to go to Nashville than it uh, is for us to go to New York City. Oh, for sure. I don't know who you think you are, Nashville. All right? Yeah. You're the bachelorette capital of the world, all right? You're effectively lush, <laughs> drunk chicks running around town saying, play me Luke Combs, okay? Let me pump the brakes <laughs> on you thinking that you're that great. I can't believe you even know who Luke Combs is. And it was the first country singer I popped in my head. Oh, my God. Um, Here's my issue with the National Airport. Okay, it's it's expanding, right? Yeah, they yeah, keep yeah, like, yeah. adding on and building new things and whatever. And in theory, you would think that improves the airport. It has made it so horrible. Like, everything I loved about the National Airport, I hate now. Like, it used to be so easy to park and go in. And it used to be so easy to Uber from the airport because you just walk downstairs and walk right out the door. And now you have to walk, like, a freaking mile to get to where the Uber pickup is. It's just a nightmare. I tried to go inside. I think I ranted about this once. I tried to go in to pick up Reinhardt. And I had to park so far away that I had to take a freaking shuttle just to go and pick him up. Uh, it was so absurd. It's every airport, I feel like, they're making it so difficult for us to get in Ubers. And get with the times, airports. I don't care that you probably have some sort of union deal with taxis. We're all using Ubers, all right? Yeah, Let's totally. Let, I need my Uber pickup to be at the fucking terminal at this point. I don't need to go downstairs, then come back upstairs, then go find letter B seven miles away. No, thank you. Also, who in the world pays $30 a day for parking? People do it because it's always full. But you know, it's like $35 a day to park at any airport. I will say this. Have you ever done the valet at the airport? No, because it's $35. And if, you're, if you're on a one day, like there, there are a lot of trips I would do where it would be like there and back, like one day trips. And I'd valet it. Didn't hate it. I never leave for a day. But second of all, like, okay, it's 35 to park to valet. And then it's like 28 to park and self-parking. Yeah, it's like so expensive no matter what you do. And people do it. And I know people aren't just traveling for a day and coming back in 24 hours. People are paying hundreds of dollars to park at the airport and getting away with it. Like, I don't understand how they can charge people that. It's infuriating to me. Yeah. Ugh, okay. Done, done with the rant. Okay. Got really sidetracked. Well, Z, I got a new fave thing to talk about. What do you got? About to bore you with some beauty talk, but sorry, not sorry. Now I think it's time to talk about using clean makeup and skincare. 
Are you bored yet? No, not at all. Okay, great. So I just recently discovered Beauty Counter. It's a clean makeup and skincare brand that actually started in 2013, and it's disrupting the beauty industry by shedding a light on the need for stronger ingredient regulations in the personal care products we use daily. I think this is so important. Yeah, today Beauty Counter is the leading clean beauty brand creating innovative and high-performing products that are safer and cleaner than even their like-minded competitors. Yeah, did you know that the biggest organ in your body is actually your skin, and your face is just the most sensitive piece of skin on your whole body. And it's, you just got to be so careful with what you're putting on it. So what do we mean by clean over 1500 questionable ingredients are never used in beauty counters formulations. They call this their never list for moisturizers to makeup, cleansers to sunscreen. Beauty counter is at the forefront of using clean ingredients to create products that are effective and actually work. Personally, my favorite makeup product I've tried from Beauty Counter is their brow gel. If you guys know me, you know I love a good brow. If I have time for one thing to put on my face as I'm walking out the door, it's brow gel. And theirs is awesome. And I can put it on knowing that I'm putting something clean on my face. So for a limited time, you can get 10% off your purchase at beautycounter.com with promo code YFT. That's 10% off your entire order at beautycounter.com but only if you use our promo code, which is YFT. Beautycounter.com, promo code YFT. Restrictions apply. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bull and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. I was watching on, the, on Instagram the other day. It was like a, a gender reveal thing, you know? And yeah, what they um, do for it. It was kind of funny because it was a guy, they were throwing a baseball to a guy that was supposed to swing and hit it, and the baseball would explode, and then it would be either pink or blue. Mm-hmm. But the guy couldn't fucking hit it, and he swung and missed like seven million times, and it was so funny. And then finally, he was like in anger, picked it up and like threw it down, then it popped and it was all blue, and everyone was very excited. Can we talk about, like, how is no one talking about this? Every gender reveal party, people only want to have a boy. Well, yeah, because boys are better. I know, like, no one is excited when they see that pink smoke. And I feel so bad. Do you? Everyone should be excited, but no one's excited for the pink smoke. They only want the blue smoke. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I just think boys are so much easier. Really? Yeah, and they're way more fun to dress, and it's way more fun to go to t-ball games instead of having to go sit at freaking ballet class. Or go horse-showed. Boys horse-show. Do they? Yeah, the most of the you... professional riders are men. Really? Yeah. Did the kid you beat... This weekend, did it was he a boy? No, the kid was a girl, but there was a professional writer in my division, and he was a dude. Yeah. Anyways, I just feel like gender—it's like it's like a party where like there's a fifty percent chance 
um, someone's going to be upset. Oh, for sure. You know? I think it's, Higher I mean, that. it is 50-50, but pretty high risk. Yeah. <laughs> don't you think, don't you think we're very close to being able to pick what gender our kid is? Well, you can if you do like artificial insemination. Yeah. See, I feel like, I feel like this is going to be a very popular thing to do. And then we're going to end up with a world full of dudes. Can you imagine being a little girl and watching your gender reveal party back and you'd be like, oh, no one was excited when they saw the pink smoke fly in the air, you know? Yeah, but then years later, she's going to get it. She's going to get why her own freaking gender reveal party. <laughs> Maybe so. I finally saw Midsummer, Midsummer, Midsummer. What's that? Dude, you need to watch this. It's on iTunes right now. It's about like a bunch of friends that go to, I guess it's Sweden for the Midsummer Midsummer Festival. Okay. One of the friends is actually from this town where they do this festival. And it's like nine days of celebrating Midsummer or whatever. Turns into a straight up terrifying horror movie that is fantastic. Really? Yes. Okay. Uh, I love a good scary movie. Dude, you're going to love this one. It's so good. The twist is good. It's really, really gory, but also set in this beautiful, like, you know, it's Sweden or whatever. It's beautiful there. And it's just fucked up. It's amazing. So, yeah, go see, go download Midsummer, Midsummer, whatever, and uh, mm -hmm. enjoy it. Great. Will do. Yeah. Do you have any Halloween plans at all? No, we don't. Why not? Because. You guys' costumes always slay. I know. I know. Well, the truth is, is that we're having our engagement party this weekend, which you haven't. Oh, Dad, I can't go. You haven't uh, RSVP'd for. Because I'm horse showing. Oh, you are. So we're kind of all focused on that. Why but, didn't you do a, a, a Halloween engagement party? That I, been I suggested that, and that was met with "That's a bad idea, Wells." And then I said, <laughs> "Okay," and then I walked away. <laughs> I think it sounds like a great idea. I think so too, because yeah. we're doing garden party chic. <laughs> also a good theme yeah it's great but like it's everyone, totally different everyone of course it's all my fr friends and family are like what the fuck is garden party chic and i'm like man i don't know so i googled garden party and then went to uh -huh. images and screenshot it and sent it out to everybody and now they know what is garden party chic you know it's a lot of florals a lot of tans Mm, um, neutrals. A lot of neutrals. You, you can do um, you can do a blazer with some khakis and a white button down, but it's got to be op no tie, opened up a little bit, let the lechuga That's breathe, cool. you know? Let that taco huh? meat out. There might be some hats. Not sure. Hat, definitely some hats. Maybe some parasols. Is that an umbrella for I rich women? I think it is. Yeah. That's what you got to have there. Interesting. So yeah, we're doing that. And so like, we're kind of focused on that. So we're not really focused on Halloween. I have two ideas. I think one would be, it'd be funny to be and. Mm -hmm. That's like, a good one. Like we could pull that off pretty easily. But mm -hmm. I wanted to do me be her be and do. That's really good. I like that one. Yeah, I know. Okay. So we got to do that one. That's the one you, that you're excited about. Yeah, you got to do that. All right. So we're going to go to some party. I don't know. You know. Some party. It's on a Thursday this year, which is just weird. I know. You know? Yeah. My party's on the Friday night following. All right. So it's not really a Halloween party. It's November it is, 1st. Though. November 1st party. No one wants to party on Thursday. You're having a November 1st party. So that's what that is. Fine. It's embarrassing. No, it's not. Who's it's going to be epic. Who's going? And Who's going to be the biggest name at the party? My sister. 
No. Is your, is pretty big just, one. Come your, on. That is, that's a big one. Who's, Got a good crew of like bachelor folks coming in. Who's coming in? Probably one of the most. It's it shouldn't be dramatic, but it will be. Olivia and Derek will both be in the same room. I don't know if you Derek know they is have, going though. Yes, he is. Is he? I'm texting him right now. He said he booked a flight. Oh, really? I'm texting him. He'll be like, did you book your flight or are you lying to me? Blakey's coming. Wait, hold on. Let's go back to that. That is the dumbest, <laughs> awkward thing ever. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know. But I need some sort of drama. It's tradition. I know, I know but like, who thinks that's awkward? Because I don't think um, Derek does. Olivia yeah. and Derek. I don't think Derek does. I don't think Derek gives a shit. Yeah, he probably doesn't. I'm texting him right now. I said, well said you're not coming to Halloween. Don't say that. <laughs> see what he says. What are you dressing up as? Well, you'll have to just see. All right. You know what I don't like? Speaking of garden chic, garden party chic, I can't stand the way that plaid is spelled. I saw you tweet this today. Why not? It's spelled exactly like it sounds. No, it's spelled exactly like not how it's, it's, it's spelled played, plaid. Hey, I'm gonna put on my plaid pants. If it was no. spelled, if it was spelled exactly like it sounds, then it would be P L A D, plaid. <laughs> All right. I don't know why we're trying to church up these words. Like you know, the other one that I saw the other day, Bulgari, 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 Bulgari. Like the brand. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Who spells words like that? Uh, European people. B V L. You can't start yeah. a word with B V L. There's you're very European for a V to have like a U sound to us. B V L G A R I Blurry is how that. Yeah, <laughs> like you know that you know that skater brand that's like I've always just called it R V C A. Yeah, it's Ruka. Stupid. That's people say Ruka in so Europe, dumb. but I've always I didn't know that V was a U, so I've just always said R V C A. Hey, I'm gonna go put on my blurry watch and my plaid <laughs> pants. Can't wait to put on my plaid pants and my blurry watch. <laughs> oh my lord, I truly cannot. Oh, it's too much. Yeah, I did like an Instagram story a couple weeks ago where I was outside the grocery store, and there's the new the new trend is pumpkins who have warts on them. Have you seen this? No. Yeah, they're like all warty pumpkins. Is it a trend? I don't know, but like they're more expensive than normal pumpkins. Okay. Are they organic pumpkins? I don't know, but so the Instagram story that I did was like little PSA for all you pumpkins out there: beware of where you shove your stem, or you might get pumpkin herpes. <laughs> Total joke, right? That's funny. That's pretty good. Right? I can't tell I'd you. I give it a six point eight. Oh, okay. Wow. Out of seven. Thank you. No, out of ten. Oh, that's not as good. Who would? Why would anyone rate anything out of seven? I don't know. That's that's the brown ribbon. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> that's the light pink ribbon. So, anyways, so I ended up. I thought it was funny. Like I thought it was a good piece of material. Good. I got a lot, a lot of people being like, "This is not funny that you're doing this oh. and making fun of this. This is a stigma and it really not cool that you're making fun." And I was like, first of all, I'm talking about pumpkin herpes, okay? Not yeah, real who, herpes. Who's offended by this? I'll tell you who. People who got herpes. That's who's doing it. <laughs> you got herpes. You, you're going to come at me. You, you made this a problem, not me. I'm making a joke about it. Oh, my God. You made some bad life decisions, all right? 
Don't come at my 6.8 rated Instagram story because you got the herb. Oh, no. That's insane. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Is it funny? That was, was funnier like... than your joke. Oh, uh, was? Okay, so like I was thinking like I got to cut this because now I've doubled down on it, you know? No. <laughs> oh, geez. It's really funny when people like give me stats and like, you know, like a lot of people have it and like net like 99% of the time they don't even, you know, they don't even have it. And like it was only one time, 1% of the time they have an outbreak and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, whoa, this was a pumpkin joke. Yeah. Whatever. Okay, this is kind of a funny story to like lead into talking about Billy. So you used it? <laughs> no, I didn't. The other day we were traveling and Sarah was like, I forgot my razor. And I was like, you, you can use my razor. And she's like, I feel bad like shaving my leg hair with the razor that you shave your face with. Dude, I shave my balls with the same razor as the one I shaved. With. She was like, what? And I was like, yeah, dude, I don't have like a ball razor and then a face razor. It's all the same razor. Do you? Yes, I have a separate razor for my legs than I use for my vag. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I feel like this is a common thing. I feel like every guy uses the same razor, and every maybe every girl does this. I feel like guys also use the same washcloth to wa wash their ass as the, their face. Yeah. Okay. Gross. Yeah. That's disgusting. No. But, yes, I do use separate razors for my legs and my vag. Thank you very much. But <laughs> my favorite razor for both is... My Billy razor yep. that I know we've talked about a lot, but I love this razor because guys, let's be real here. Women's razors can cost up to 15% more than men's. It's called a pink tax, but the idea that women should pay more for the same product is really ridiculous. So I love Billy. They deliver premium razors directly to me for half the price of what you'd find in the store. And you can go to mybilly.com to get their starter kit. And it includes two razor cartridges, a handle, and this magic magnetic holder for the shower. Yeah, so for only $9, you can get four refill blades every one, two, or three months based on how often you shave. Each razor cartridge includes five American-made blades encased in aloe shave soap for the smoothest shave that's gentle on sensitive skin. They also have more space between each blade to allow the shaving cream and soap and hair to pass by. I know these razors are really pretty and fun colors, Wells, but I do feel like you could also use them. I mean, a razor's a razor. Yeah, maybe I should get one of these for my kibbles and bits and then just use Thank my other you. one for my face. That sounds like a great idea. So to express a little love for our show, you can go to mybilly.com slash YFT for 10% off your razor. It's a really small way that you can support us while you're getting the best razor you'll ever own for half the price of the razors you buy in the store. Plus, shipping is always free. So this is a limited time special offer. Go now to save 10% off your razor at mybilly. That's B I L L I E dot com slash Y F T. That's mybilly.com slash Y F T. So, by the way, I think a drug dealer called me and left me a voicemail. Yeah. What do you mean? I was playing golf over the weekend and I got a missed call from someone in like New York. And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, you know, who is this? I listened to it and I'm pretty sure it's a drug deal. Let's hear it. Okay. Yo, listen, I, uh, I got some stuff. That uh, kind of, I don't know, fell up the truck and that's uh, primo stuff. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I need to uh, talk to you about it and uh, nail down some some sizes and shit like that. You know, so give me a call. Okay. What the heck? Guy's name is definitely like Sal or Val or something like that. Yo, I got some stuff. It fell off the truck, some primo stuff, you know. I'm so confused. Let's just listen to it again. But this is for sure either a drug deal or like maybe uh -huh. a dead body. Here we go. 
Yo, listen, I uh, I got some stuff that kind of, I don't know, fell up the truck, and that's uh, primo stuff. You know what I'm saying? And- <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we know you're talking about drugs or a dead body. <laughs> that's what it's we It's not know. a dead body. It's definitely drugs. It sounds like it says it fell off the truck. Some primo stuff, you know what I'm saying? That fell off the truck, which from all the (laughs) movies that I've watched about bad guys and gangsters, fall off the truck means they've robbed the truck, Uh, right? From my seven years of watching Sopranos, falling off the truck means... Listen, I uh, I got some stuff. (laughs) Canano fell off the truck. Canano, what is that? It's Italian. I don't know. Can we call uh, this person back? I to talk to you about it. And uh, nail down some some sizes and shit like that. You know? So give me your call. We gotta call him back and ask him about his stuff. Fuck no, dude! <laughs> I'm blocking this dude. Val or Sal or whoever is definitely coming to give me some cinder block shoes. Oh man, got some primo stuff. I murdered a That's guy. Nuts. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. Oh man. Well, back onto the favorite things train. Yeah, sorry. What do you got? <laughs> okay. We. I feel like we talked about this briefly at some point so maybe you've seen it did you ever watch that netflix series when they see us no oh my gosh yeah good it's so good yeah. but it's so sad at yeah. the same time i know that's why i didn't want to go into it because i knew it was gonna it was gonna hurt my soul but it, it won hurts like, my soul so much i know it won a bunch of emmys which is great yeah that's it why- is just, it's just nuts. It is so freaking sad and so scary to think how powerless we really are. And like, I mean, anybody could truly just throw you into jail and that's just it. And I don't know. It's just very scary. And I can't help but think. So I was like, I haven't finished it. I need to finish it. And I'm trying not to like research too much before I finish the series, but I was kind of like digging around on the internet about like where all these people are now. And the woman who was the prosecutor she was like some teacher or speaker or some somebody up uh, at Columbia University and she quit because of this Netflix series coming out and because of how she was portrayed oh she she should i i hope that wrecks her life now i hope that she has to understand a fraction of what those boys felt with her life just being over because she did that to them yeah, you know what I mean. Like they, for, I mean, the way that Netflix series is, is the way it plays out is like these cops, these detectives, and this prosecutor find a way to make these five boys tell a story that makes enough sense to throw them in jail, and she did that to them. And I, and she's like, it tries to make it like I don't know. I read something online where it was like, oh, I'm so sad to have to step down from Columbia. I love teaching here so much or whatever, and um, but because of how I'm portrayed. Well, yeah, you fucked up. You threw five kids in jail at 14, 15 years old that shouldn't have been there. Well, now I got to watch it because I want to judge this woman. You have to. Like, it's crazy. Like, I've never hated somebody so much as I watched this than that freaking woman. Do it's you, just crazy. Do you think that she was portrayed correctly then? I mean, I don't. that's the thing. It's like, obviously, this Netflix series is very one-sided, and I don't know enough about that you know what really i mean i I don't know if anyone does but i i just don't know enough about the real events to know if they're portraying it correctly i guess nobody does but at the end of the day all five of these guys were exonerated and are now free yeah so that tells me that the way this is portrayed is right yeah i don't know i hate her guts (laughs) speaking of like hating people's guts from documentaries and stuff like we've 
we've done we've talked about making a murderer a bunch and a bunch and a bunch. But I don't know if you saw it's in the news that a convicted murderer who is in the same jail as Stephen Avery and Brandon Dassey, who is from the same hometown as Stephen Avery and Brandon Dassey, has admitted to killing Teresa Hallback. And that's no. what season three of Making a Murderer is going to be about. Oh, man. It's Shawshank Redemption all over, bro. No kidding. This it really poor, is. If this is true, this poor guy has been put in jail twice yeah. for shit he didn't do. That's crazy. So I'm excited for that season three. We'll, we'll see what happens. That one prosecutor that I hate so much, he like sent dick pics and stuff and got in kind of trouble for it, whatever. I hope he goes to jail. I just hope he goes to jail. Go, yeah. to, jail. go to jail. Time to go to jail. I have a new favorite show that I What's it? watched all of it last night, except for the last episode. Wow. Okay. What is it? My boy, Paul Rudd, coming in <gasps> hot with the heavy, heavy Netflix hits, Living really? With Yourself. Have you heard about it? Wait, what's it called? Living With Yourself. No. Is it brand new? Brand new. It came out three or four days ago. Okay. The tag is uh, a man who's burned out on life and love undergoes a mysterious treatment, only discover that he's been replaced by a better version of himself. Huh. Okay. So I'll just kind of give you, did you ever see the movie Multiplicity with Michael Keaton? No. Uh -uh. Oh, by the way, hey, everyone out here, go watch Multiplicity. That movie's fucking hilarious. If you're a Michael Keaton fan, then you're going to love it. If you're not, you're going to be Michael Keaton fans. It's great. Anyways, it's kind of similar to Multiplicity. So he goes to do this spa thing, this spa treatment. And then when he wakes up, he wakes up in a forest in like a shallow grave. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what the hell's happening? So then he gets up and he runs home only to find out that a carbon copy, a clone of him is living at his house. And so the reason why people are doing it and feel better is because it's like a new version of themselves. And then they just kill the old version, but they screwed up and he didn't die. And then so it's just him having to deal with his clone. That sounds good. It's so good living with yourself. Go check it out. Okay, great. Yeah. I'll give you something to watch tonight. Yeah, you're going to like it. I saw Between Two Ferns, the movie. I wanted to see it for a while. I'm a big Zach Galifianakis fan. But Same. I got to say that it didn't need a movie. Let me say that. Like, yeah. the, the interviews are funny as it is. So I don't know. But I will say this. If you do watch it, the my favorite part of it is at the end when they do the outtakes mm -hmm. because some of the questions they answer are like really mean like both you know both the Zach and the guest break and they're just like holy shit you know <laughs> that yeah. is the like if they could have done the movie they if they could have done two hours or an hour and a half of just that the movie would be seven million times better but that's my that's my thought on it okay so not a favorite thing not not so much. Do you know the Nelly song, Heart of a Champion? I don't think I do. I was playing golf the other day when these two guys had, you know, one of those little speakers in the golf cart and they were playing this Heart of a Champion song. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that this is a ripoff of something else. And they're like, huh? So I'm going to play it for you and you let me know what you think, okay? Okay. It's a heart of a 
champions. I was like, that sounds a whole lot like another song that I hear every time that I turn on the TV to watch some NBA basketball. And that is of the beautiful song written and performed by John Tesh, a little song called Round Ball Rock. Here it is. It's a lot of a champion. Something, 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 something. Right? You're not wrong. <laughs> I, I, I feel like, I feel like, can we Google this? Like, I feel like the Nelly song has to be not a remake of that, but like, I don't know. They had to sample it or something. Yeah. Uh, let's look um, it up. Do you not think? Harvard champion, uh, John Tesh ripoff. See what it says. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. Heart of a champion. <laughs> Vocal ensemble sampled by John Tess's Round Ball Rock. So, yes. Okay. So, then that makes sense. So, then I was I right. I was right. I was right, too, though. I was like, this is fucking John. Yeah. This is John Tess Round Ball Rock. Oh, jeez. Also, by the way, every time I've ever heard that song, I don't know if I knew the Nelly song until recently, but I think I also would have written, it's the heart of a champion. It's like the easiest thing to like go with that music. So good for you, Nelly, you know? Good for you. I love Nelly, honestly. Yeah. So many hits. All the hits, man. Did you know Jimmy Eat World put out a new song? No. I also don't like the way that you put the emphasis on the wrong syllable there. Jimmy Eat World? Uh, Isn't it Jimmy Eat World? I don't know. Jimmy Eat World? Jimmy Eat World. No, Jimmy Eat World. Isn't it the same thing? <laughs> I guess, but it, I think you put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Okay. No. So let me look at Jimmy Eat World. Yeah. That sounds right. <laughs> Jimmy Eat World. Surviving? Yeah. Oh, is that, maybe it's a whole album. The song 555 popped up on my release radar. Oh, and you were digging? Yeah. All right. Anything to prove, but never was anyone like you. All you thought through, all you had to face, made you strong and afraid. Cause through the night, talking to a dead, dead there's always a reason to let it change. Always a reason for the pain I'm doing the things that I told every day I mean, it's pretty good, but it's no... I mean, nothing will ever be as good as old school Jimmy World ever. See, at that time, I think you said it right. Jimmy Eat World? Yeah. Jimmy Eat World. Jimmy Eat World? Jimmy Eat World. Same freaking thing. Um... I feel like that song is very like killers of them. Yes, I felt that. Br- Brendan Flowersy. Like- mm-hmm. Very yeah. Brendan Flowers, yeah. who I love so much. Also, a lot of people have been asking me about the new Dermot Kennedy album and like what my favorite songs are and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I feel like we talk about him so much. I try not to bring him up a ton, but since everyone's asking, oh my God. Um, he does <laughs> he does have a new album out called Without Fear. It's interesting. It's like there's actually a lot of songs on this album that he's released before on EPs and stuff. Yeah, which I thought was a little lazy, but okay. uh, they are all all great songs. There is a song that I really love called Outgrown. I'll be all outgrown. Potential should have raised up, but I never did. Scared the stars won't show me. If you all outgrown me. Yeah, that's good. You're such a hater. I'm not uh, a hater. All those guys sound like they sing with marbles in their mouth. I hate when you say that. I could literally listen to him. I could listen to his voice all day, every day, and I don't think I would ever get tired of it. He and Ben Howard both, and they're both Irish, so there must be something to that. Mm-hmm. I could just listen to either one of their voices for the rest of my life and be completely happy. Wow. I just love them so much. I do love some Ben Howard. And I, I do like Dermot, Dermot Kennedy. But I'm ready for Ben Howard to put out some fire now I know. that we're talking about it. I know. He needs to get it together because that first he record does. was bomb. And then so, it was and the second a... one wasn't bad. It was but okay. then he put out another album that was weak. And then he put out that side project thing that was really like far left off center. I don't mm. know. He's he's been he's been a little bit of a weirdo lately. I mean, not everyone can, you know, rip out hits like John Tesh. Am I right? Oh boy. I mean, I feel like this is how we gotta end the show. The John Tesh just fucking lighting the fire under all those NBA players. Speaking of the NBA, the NBA is officially back for regular season. Yeah. Yeah, it's very exciting stuff. Let's go ahead and say who who we think's gonna win it all this year. Who's it gonna be? Who do you think? I'm going with the Pelicans. Hey, Pelicans. Are you? You think the Warriors' streak is over? I mean, I don't know. I'm just excited about Zion and mm-hmm. Anthony Davis. All love Ant Davis. You know, all playing down. And, the, and the, you know, it's like. When you play in New Orleans, it's similar to like playing in Vegas. You're you're gonna go out before the game and make some bad decisions with your life, you know? <laughs> and you're gonna be hung over. And so all those road, you know, all those teams coming in to Nola, yeah, no way. Who that nation? Who you got? You're insane. I don't know. I haven't really been as invested since everybody moved around, to be honest with you. But I just every year, like, I just wanna see somebody win besides the freaking Warriors. I don't like them. Really? Yeah. God, I love the Warriors. The bullies of the NBA. I like I just want someone else to win. Oh, God. Do you feel the same way about the Patriots? Yeah. All right, that's cool. <laughs> Speaking of the Patriots, Tom Brady actually makes a cameo in Living With Yourself. So you need to go watch that. It's oh, that's pretty cool. Really, really How's good. How's your fantasy football I team was going? Just going to bring that up. Thank you very Great. much. Beat Great the segue. beat the brakes off your boy Colton. All right, jump oh the boy. fence, but you're not jumping over this oh fucking juggernaut. God. I'm coming through, dude. He need, it was like 115 to 86 or something like absolutely ridiculous score. And that dude played in the NFL. You played he in the did? NFL, and you got beaten up by a radio DJ <laughs> in fantasy football. 
All right. So there you have it. So are you like winning? Is that how it works? I'm in sole second place right now. Who's in first place? The one guy who's not from Bachelor Nation. It's like Tyler Cameron's good friend. Oh, interesting. So, how do you get into this thing? We needed one more person. Mm, Could have called me. Okay. First of all, it's not over yet because I still have, I still have uh, Edelman to play tonight. But I'm projected to make 117.7 points. Colton is done at 59.9. He scored 59 points. That is embarrassing. And you, my friend, should, I don't be know. Be embarrassed? Be embarrassed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you should oh, put on Lord. some playad pants and watch a blurry watch on your wrist. And you lose there. He probably does have both of those things. Yeah. All right, you got anything else? I don't think so. It finally started raining. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I miss you. I love you. Miss you too. I'm really actually very sad. I won't be there this weekend for your party. It's okay. It's all good. <sighs> I'm sorry I'm not going to be there tragic. for your party either. You know? I am sad about that. You guys really made a good impression at the last one. I mean, yeah. We were the talk of the town. You know? Yep, you sure were. I think it's just only fitting to kind of close the show out with um, Round Ball Rock. See you, Brandy. Of course. Why not? Play it again. Play it one more time. It's the heart of the champion. Something, 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 something. Yeah, yeah. Gonna watch some NBA basketball. Watch some NBA basketball. Gonna steal this from John. John Tesh. Okay, bye. Wow. That's funny. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.